you understand, Rachel? Welcome back for take two of my horror movie podcast. <laughs> Hello! <laughs> we got it this time. We have it. Uh, so we were talking about how crazy Florida is before I realized <laughs> I wasn't recording. We're randomly talking about Florida. <laughs> um, Florida, like I said, is very much like where I live. Even, I mean, the crazy people would probably be like times ten yeah. in Florida yeah. compared to here. Yeah. It's not that much of a difference. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone goes to retire where I live. Yeah, so. well then that yeah, you essentially live in giant Florida. <laughs> oh no, I, I'm talking about my city. Oh, my, okay. The, the rest of Australia is not like that. Oh, okay. Well, I live in um, a little coastal town. Well, it's not that little anymore. Called Wollongong. Okay. And a lot of my American friends are like, "That's a word." <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. What? <laughs> But uh, a lot of the places where I live are named by the indigenous people. Oh, okay, so okay. It's, yeah, whatever the native language here is. I should know more about this, but... <laughs> There's always time. There's always time. No, exactly. I'm there. always learning. Yeah, I just uh, actually moved la within the last year from Hawaii. So... Wow. That's... Uh, lear learning all of those words were... You know, that was fun. <laughs> Land of confidence. But it sounds so beautiful. It is very, very pretty. It's very pretty. Yeah. Um, and it's going to rain somewhere on the island at some point in time every day. Um, <laughs> but once again, like Florida, it's, it's, you don't get any seasons. I mean, actually, I've never lived in Florida, so I don't know if they get seasons, but you definitely don't get it's any seasons. It's just like one or the other. Yeah, you definitely don't get any seasons, which, um, God, I don't miss that, though at all we don't we didn't we haven't really had a because we're in spring mm -hmm. at the moment mm -hmm. and we really haven't had anything really it's just gone from winter to 30 degrees celsius days <laughs> and i'm just like come on like i love i love summer i love the heat i love like the humidity and sometimes i'm the exact opposite I'm in a hoodie. My partner is I'm, too. I'm in, I'm in a hoodie right now because the temperature dropped five degrees. <laughs> and I was like, yes. Oh, see, I love I love hoodie weather. Yeah. I, I'm not in a hoodie right now because I had pre-workout. So yeah. my body temperature is oh, like yeah. way high yeah. at the moment. But it is cold enough to have a hoodie on yeah. here. Oh, I, I it's going to rain. I love. That's why I'm. So I'm in um, Portland now. And it pretty much turned October and, and went down to sweater weather. Like, Ugh, like that. See? Like, it was really quick. And now we're going to get into rainy season, and this is just prime horror movie season, <laughs> and I'm just I'm ready. I'm ready for it. I am not a summer person at all. Oh, my partner's a winter person. Yeah. He's like, I could live in the Antarctic. Oh, I was like, yeah. goodbye. Yeah. See ya. <laughs> yeah. See ya later. Yeah. I ain't going. Yeah. I, I don't know about that. Um, but... Like I'm not a huge. Like, he's um. Like I'm not. A he's Eastern human. European, oh, so like okay. winter is fine for him. Yeah, <laughs> it's like oh, his body's built for it. Oh, big time. <laughs> you know, I because you know, we were talking about how I'm I'm originally from Georgia, so I've seen snow, yeah. but not like like when it snows in Georgia, it snows for like maybe the day and then it's gone the next day, so you don't really like yeah. live in it or anything. So I've never you know really experienced too much of that, but I like snow. <laughs> I haven't seen snow yet, but. 
I seem to know once I when I was eight yeah. and we had to drive for seven hours to get there. <laughs> so, That's what... and it snowed once here about 20 years ago and everybody lost their mind. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it feels weird to be in a place where it's just normal everyday occurrence during the winter to like put on snow tires. Like, oh, that's so I don't even know mind. how to do that. I have no <laughs> idea how to do that at all whatsoever. <laughs> you should, um, they have services that can come over and put, put them on. I hope so. Right? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> oh, is this your first winter there? Huh? Is this your first winter in Portland? Uh, no. So I moved, oh. I moved, uh, out here. Actually, it was a year in September. It was a year in September. Oh, wow. So I've been here a year now. Um, it didn't, it didn't, well, it's, it kind of like had flurries, but it didn't really like stick to the ground. So I didn't really see snow. Um, but hopefully I can like take a, take a hike or something up near the mountains and see some snow. That would be nice. Yeah. My partner loves Oregon. He spent some time there when he was on tour two years ago, Mm -hmm. I think, but it was summer. So Oregon's so pretty. It's very, very pretty. Um, he said the same thing. Yeah. I was so jealous because I was only over in Sacramento waiting for him to come from Oregon. <laughs> and I was like, I want to come over. I want to go to Portland yeah, so bad. It's, it's very pretty. And Portland's definitely one of those cities that I've always wanted to visit before, too. And once I saw Portland, I was like, yep, this is it. I love this place. This is great. Yeah. And then 2020 like, happened. Um... <laughs> <laughs> and I and you can't do anything. I can't do a damn thing. <laughs> I'd um I'd happily move to North California. Yeah, yeah. Like Northern California. Yeah, I and I used to live in Northern California yeah. too, um, and uh, it's very pretty there too. Yeah, er, the people there remind me of where I live. Yeah, like everyone is so friendly and so nice. Yeah, and I'm just like, oh, there's something. They all remind me of home. <laughs> there's definitely something about the West Coast that is just completely yeah. different from the East Coast. Because growing up on the East Coast, it's just you know, all the way up to north northeast, people are just angry, and then the southeast people are like sarcastic, angry, and then you get out to the west coast, and everybody's just happy, and nobody, nobody it's cares. The yeah, it's the weather. It's got to be the weather. It's got to be the weather. Although I have friend, I have a friend from New Jersey who lives here now, yeah. and she definitely belongs like in California, yeah. and not in New Jersey. Yeah. I I strongly believe I'm not meant to go back to the East Coast. <laughs> Never do it. Never going back. See, ever, we have that with our cities, like Sydney and Melbourne, always fighting each other. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Melbourne's like the Portland of oh, Australia. Really? Okay. Yeah, like full of art and music and oh, that sounds lovely. really creative people and coffee and food. Oh. And it's just amazing. Yeah. Like, I love going there for holidays. I wouldn't live there because of the weather. Yeah. Because yeah. it gets cold. Because it gets cold. <laughs> <laughs> and it's near Antarctica, like it's near like the well, the Tasman Sea. Well, see, where it's now freezing. I'm, now I have to move there because <laughs> it's got everything I want. <laughs> it, it, Melbourne, but there's a big rivalry between Sydney and Melbourne. Yeah, so, yeah, like real big one. Like they got gang wars. <laughs> no, like Twitter wars. <laughs> Worse. Worse. Oh yeah, that is pretty. That is pretty bad. Yeah, <laughs> it's really good. I yeah I I go down to Melbourne for PAX every year because I work in video games. Oh, that's right, PAX and is there. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, so we have PAX Oz down there, and that's like my week of hanging out in Melbourne, yeah. and then I'm done. Yeah, I have always wanted to go to PAX Australia. Yeah, I come over and do it. Always wanted to go. Yeah, it's it's um 
it's just so much fun yeah. and so wholesome. Like super wholesome. Yeah, I have friends that last year I wasn't working. Yeah. So that was good. I have friends who go every year and I always see them on like the live streams, the live cast of whatever is going on. Like, oh, God, I wish I was there. I wanna go so bad. Yeah. I was on a couple of panels last year. That was fun. Yeah? That's awesome. Yeah, I talked Yeah, we talked about um like video game adaptations of books oh and the good ones uh-huh. and then the really <laughs> bad ones how many good ones are there uh, not many, not many. <laughs> no no yeah. what i what did i choose for my bad ones i think i chose the harry potter um nintendo ds adaptations See, the only Harry Potter game I've played is um, one that, I don't even remember what it was called, but it came out on PC in the early 2000s. I can't remember what it was called. Oh, all I, rem- I think I had that. All I remember is zooming around and picking up jelly beans. I don't know too much about Harry Potter at all, whatsoever, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure they're I not called- I try to know anything I'm about it I'm pretty right sure now. they're not called jelly beans. <laughs> They're birdie bots, okay. every flavor jelly okay, beans. Okay, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything about Harry Potter. Oh, I was... Oh, no, I don't think I was really into the fandom. I liked the books. Yeah. I wasn't, like, a mega fan. Yeah. I, I um, saw the movies, um, but I was never into the books because by the time the books came out, I was already reading uh, Stephen King and, and Dean Koontz, yeah. and I was, like, very into those books. <laughs> And so something like that, uh, like I think honestly, I think Harry Potter came out when I was like a preteen. So, like that would have been yeah. that would have been too childish for me. I needed to read about murder. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I um I think I was in grade five, so I would have been nine or ten mm-hmm. when the first book mm-hmm. came out. And then they kind of aged with me, yeah. so it didn't feel childish when I got to like yeah. the fifth book. Yeah. And then the movies came out on my birthday every year. Oh, wow. Oh, so then that was kind of super special then. Yeah. Yeah. And now J.K. Rowling is a We don't don't know who wrote the books. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. The author to this day is unknown. (laughs) (laughs) Unknown author. No idea who wrote the books. (laughs) It's really hard, isn't it? Because, you know, so many people... When somebody says to me, you know, I separate the music from I, the creepy no, dude can't. that's in 13-year-old. I can't do that. I can't, I can't that. do it at all. I can't. Whatsoever. I just can't do it. I have so many bands on my Do Not Playlist yeah, on Spotify. I do too. I have the same. Yeah. I do. I, <laughs> I was like, I don't want to hear your shit. Yeah. Not at all. I don't care. I don't want to talk about <laughs> it. I don't want to hear them. Yeah. Same. I don't want you getting my 0.03 <laughs> cents from Spotify <laughs> yeah, plays. Exactly. You're not going to get this penny. I'm sorry. No pennies for you. Oh, goodness. I even, um, I'll avoid shows, right? Yeah. If the support band is a band that's on my do not playlist. Oh, really? Even though the main band is something I want to go see, I will not buy a ticket and go oh, and see it. Oh, wow. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that. I was that like, ah, uh, no. I hadn't thought about that because I haven't, God, I haven't been to a show in years. Yeah. I haven't been to a show in years, but... It's my life, and... <laughs> God, I can't wait to go again, though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh. My um, my partner is obsessed with this uh, Welsh emo band, Holding Absence, and they were meant to play just when COVID happened. Mm-hmm. And we were like, is it going to be on? Is it going to be on? Is it going to mm-hmm. be on? And then, no. Gosh. 
Yeah, I, I that was his have present. <laughs> always wanted to see um, Bad Religion in concert, and they hardly yeah. ever leave the West Coast. They never leave California. So when I came to the West Coast, I was like, oh, my God, I have to see Bad Religion. Have to see Bad Religion. And then everything happened, and I was like, great. Never going to see anything ever. <laughs> ever again. No, I've never seen um, anyone. <laughs> I think I saw them at Soundwave one year. Yeah. And that would have been like the only sound wave they played in ten years. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that was okay, I guess. Yeah. I'm not a real big bad religion fan, mm-hmm. but I know that like yeah. you're gonna miss out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of the bands I grew up with are just older now. They don't wanna they don't really want to tour anymore. They just wanna sit at home with their grandkids, so <laughs> Yeah. That was I actually when I was in San Francisco, I went and saw um Bayside, and they were playing uh-huh. with Say Anything, uh-huh. and oh, something else, I can't remember, but they were like a band that rarely ever tours ever, yeah. and so I said to my partner, like, we ha- I have to see Say Anything, because yeah. they don't tour yeah. ever, yeah. <laughs> or they don't come to Australia anyway. Right, yeah, <laughs> and that that honestly was the, uh, the hard part about um, Hawaii, was... <laughs> The, the thing about living in Hawaii for shows and concerts is that a lot of people from the mainland states will buy tickets and go, this is my chance to go to Hawaii. So then none of the people who live on the island can get tickets. No. So it was really hard to go see really good shows. I think the last, the last show I saw had Real Big Fish. And I was super mm. excited. <laughs> I was super excited. <laughs> Oh no! I don't know. You're about to tell me oh, something, are you? <laughs> no, 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 absolutely to, nothing. I'm gonna have to put real big fish on my band list, aren't I? <laughs> no, 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 no. I just, I don't know why I reacted that way. I used to like them. <laughs> you got me. You had my heart skip. I was I'm like, so oh sorry. no, no, oh no. <laughs> I don't know why I reacted God. that way. <laughs> That was that was no, full, that was no, full they're on, fine. That was full on face <laughs> noise complete reaction. <laughs> My partner's gonna listen to this and know the exact face I pulled as well. Oh no, because <laughs> the noise always goes with that face. <laughs> oh wow. No, um, I think it's just because I don't listen to them anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't that know was that was definitely a. <laughs> I used to listen to you as a teenager. This is exciting kind of show. You know what I mean? Like it's not oh, like yeah, I'm absolutely. like rocking out the real big fish, you know, in my car. But but yeah, it was definitely. I mean, I do sometimes. <laughs> it's definitely one of the. They're, they're one of those bands where um, I'll watch a movie from the '90s and go, "Oh my god, that's real big fish! I can hear it! I can yeah. hear it!" You know. But yeah, that was. I think that was the last show that I saw, and. Um, Less than, they they played with less than Jake. Oh, okay. Yeah, I feel like they tour here a lot yeah. with less than Jake. Yeah, I I feel like I they, don't know why. I, I don't know. And Lagwagon. Yeah, I don't. I I feel like mm. I feel like they're just maybe all the all all the bandmates are just all really really good friends. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, they do that tour with less than Jake a lot. Yeah, they're BFS now. <laughs> Even less than Jake is like, ooh. <laughs> 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 oh my god. I'm going to have an anxiety moment at, like, 4 a.m. tomorrow morning about that. (laughs) (laughs) And just be like, oh, my God, why did I say that? I loved it, except that you made me have a heart attack because I thought something happened. 
No, oh no, it's like um, the only, the bands that are the most problematic are probably the ones in the post-hardcore scene and the hardcore yeah, scene. So, they really are. Yeah, they really are. Yeah. I'm just like praying the day doesn't come when like something happens about Silverstein and oh. I will die. I, will, I don't know. I just will quit life. I, I just will not leave my room for days. I don't know. I, every time something happens, I'm like, I'm like, not surprised in a way. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, All right, just you know, you did. another one. You know, Fuck. like it's like Thanks. it's like every every day it's something. It's someone else, and I'm like, oh, okay, well. And, like, I don't have a problem people being named as abusers. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, can't you just be a decent human being? Like, how fucking nope. hard is no, it? No, it's too hard. Like, how hard is it's it? It's too hard. <laughs> it's too hard. Don't you know I'm in a band? I've got all these 13-year-old girls throwing themselves at me. I just can't I stop myself. I am the lead singer <laughs> of a band that everyone <sighs> listens to. This is too hard to be a decent human being. I'm sorry. <sighs> You're asking too much. You're asking You're too asking much of too me much not of me. to be a creepy weirdo. Here I am, being Ugh. weird. <laughs> being a massive pedophile. Oh, yuck. <sighs> Musicians are disgusting. Most of them, yeah. <laughs> I say that as my partner was a, a member of a band touring. <laughs> he wasn't disgusting. He wasn't. He's, he's a very decent play, human yeah, being. Play, play guitar, but don't be a disgusting human being, please. Just play the yeah. guitar. You can, you can, you know what you can do? You can be in a band and be a non-creepy, cool decent human being. And not be creepy, yeah. Don't be a weirdo. <laughs> like the guys in Mayday Parade. Yeah. They are really lovely dudes. Yeah. Just be like Mayday Parade. Don't play your guitar. Yeah. Don't be creepy. Be, be it's a, easy. Be a normal human being. It's really, it's really fun. This is why it's more fun, women should be in bands. It's fun. <laughs> It's fun. <laughs> All right, let's talk about this movie. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited to talk yeah. about movies. I'm super excited about this. So um, what I get people to do is okay. <clears throat> they've got to give a, like, 30-second spiel about what the movie's about. Okay. So you've chosen The Ring. I've chosen The Ring, yes. <laughs> <sighs> Or, Which terrified me as a 13-year-old, but ring, now... Or the ring chose me. I don't know. <laughs> That's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what's your 30-second spiel? Okay. Is it spiel or spiel? spiel? Spiel, yeah, spiel. Yeah. Okay, so in the early 2000s, we had this saying, be, be kind, rewind. And this movie is what happened if you didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is that is that, that's a, that's a, okay so that's what blockbuster's coming yeah, blockbuster's coming for you okay so <laughs> so the ring is essentially people find this vhs tape and they watch it and it's got horrible imagery on it and then after they watch it, they receive a phone call that tells them, in seven days, you're going to die. And that's pretty much the whole movie, is all these people watch this videotape for no reason. 
and then they die. And then they die. <laughs> and then they die. Yeah. And oh, I really um, I really like this movie. It's not as scary you, as when I was a kid it's watching not. it. It's not. And that's the thing is, um, so this is one of the first horror movies that I ever watched by myself. Ooh. And it scared the absolute daylights out of me because I borrowed a VHS tape from the library and watched it. No, thanks. And... <laughs> I was thoroughly convinced <laughs> that I was going <laughs> to die in seven days. I was counting the days. I was counting the days. I was absolutely horrified. Like, I'm, I'm dead like, any I'm day now. Like, I'm dead. And I don't know what's going to happen. Little, little did my brain comprehend the fact that, you know, in the movie, she experiences, like, all these symptoms day after day <laughs> like i was not experiencing nosebleeds and i wasn't you know pulling giant hairballs out of my throat oh which honestly is probably one of the worst things that happens in that movie that i yeah. hate yeah i forgot like that that had happened and then when i saw it it was just oh i like my body yeah. was just like mm, yeah mm. it's really just the noise it's of it really uncom it's uncomfortable it's uncomfortable yeah um, and I feel like that's what they really did a good job with this movie is that it's not jump scare after jump scare after jump scare. It's finding out these little tidbits that going along in the story and just making you feel uncomfortable the entire time. Yeah. Um, and I, they definitely skipped the gore and the slasher yes. and, you know, your typical horror tropes that make something scary yes. and replaced it with imagery and the lighting that they yes. had in it was that green tint through the yes, whole movie you, that just you, looks sick. I mean, honestly, how can you tell that a movie takes place in Seattle or the Pacific Northwest <laughs> if you if it's not raining all the time and there's that blue-green tint everywhere? <laughs> it doesn't look like that in real life there. Oh, it totally 100% looks like that. <laughs> oh, it's always green here. It's yeah. always blue and green. It's just green filter. Yeah, constantly. Um... <laughs> But that's that's honestly one of my favorite parts is it just sets that gloomy mood. Um, mm, and it is really just bleak. Yeah, and um, I actually look. Uh, I was doing a little bit more research on the movie too after my second um, watch because I actually so I watched it as a kid, terrified, and then this <laughs> year was the first time I ever watched it again. So as an adult, I'm watching it and I'll, and and I caught things that you know my child brain not fully developed yeah. is catching you know and i'm like oh man that's really really cool that um i'm catching that again on a second on a second watch much older um but when i was researching little little tidbits and things um i read that the director actually made it so that uh, uh, in the scenes, everything very, very much so is is decluttered, and that it looks clinical okay. and clean. And they mm. tried to eliminate shadows um, from the movie as well, which I thought was interesting because in most horror movies, you know, they they want to implement darkness and shadows and creepiness yeah. and stuff like that. But they literally tried to omit all the shadows in the movie, which I thought was a really interesting touch. It's creepy, and when you but it's nice when you think about it, you're like, oh, they're really. It's not that it's, like, flooded with light, but it, they definitely use the light in making it that yes. clinical, very... Oh, yeah. Um, 
well, they they put so much absent. Yeah, they put they things. put so much um, emphasis on um, how they were going to set the lighting up, and I thought that was interesting. It's a yeah. nice touch. Mm. What I found really concerning about this movie isn't the actual movie; it's the fact that DreamWorks bought the rights to the movie for $1 million, $1 million. and um, made $129 million yes. off it. Yes! Yes! <laughs> That's insane! <laughs> That's my bit where I'm like, did the author get anything else from this? Like, yeah, I hope I there's like further I agreements on that. I don't that. know, because um, from what I was reading, they, they wrote several other novels, um, and, and I don't remember if they made any other movie adaptations from those novels yeah i didn't find anything else that they had made yeah <clears throat> movies from those yeah films. yeah i don't know but i hope they never have to work another day in their life because that's a lot of money yeah me too <laughs> that's a lot yeah. of money yeah give them what they give them what they deserve yeah, yeah. that's a so, lot of money um, yeah, so the start of the film is two teenagers, uh-huh. Katie and Becca, and they're having a girls' night and hanging out. And Katie, you know, oh, I think Becca is talking about the videotape. Yeah, Becca is talking about it. That there's this videotape out in existence, and, you know, um, it kills you uh-huh. if you watch it. And Katie jokes around yeah. and pretends to cark it, and then <laughs> admits that she watched the film. Uh-huh. So, because I hadn't watched this for... Oh, I think the... I haven't watched it since I watched it for the first time. So I was kind of like, did she watch... I can't remember if she actually did watch the film. Uh, Katie? Like, I was kind of confused. Yeah. yeah. Where I was just like, did she watch it? I don't know. What's... I can't remember. I couldn't remember the movie yeah, at all. Yeah, So it was like watching it for the first time again. Yeah. <laughs> that happens a lot on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely feels like it, because uh, I, feel, I feel like it's... It, you really do have to watch some of these, especially movies like The Ring, where there isn't jump scare yeah. after jump scare. You know, it's really, you, um, you you have to pay attention to those de- those little details. I mean, there was there were things. You know, I was looking on the wiki and I was like, wait a minute, this this was a thing. Like, I didn't even catch that. Yeah. You know, so I did the same thing. <laughs> so yeah, it's um, little things like that. Um, so Katie Katie did watch it. And yeah. we find that out after the phone rings, and she is quite obviously terrified. She's terrified yeah. because she sees what time it is. Yeah. Uh, and what's odd about this, too, <laughs> what I found odd, is that two teenage girls, home alone, their because par- Katie's, Katie's parents have left town. They're, they're, they're like, they left town. And these two teenage girls are still in their school uniforms at 10 p.m. at night. (laughs) Why? Why would they not have changed clothes by now? Like, why? Why is this a thing? Disturbing. This is this has disturbed me. And it's something that I couldn't stop thinking about while I was watching the beginning of this movie. Why are they still in their uniforms? Why are you in your uniform? What are you doing? Yeah, why Maybe you it's just to set up the fact that they're teenagers. And we're, teena- we're just a couple of teenage we're teenagers. girls talking about hanging out, talking about VHS tapes. <laughs> and so, after the phone rings, we find out it's Katie's mum. Yes. Um, and then she's attacked. 
Yeah, and and what? I think I closed my eyes during this bit. I was checking my phone, so I can't remember. So, so Katie, Katie goes downstairs to answer the phone. Well, Becca honestly answers the phone um, and mm. pretends like something is going on. And Katie's like, "Oh my yeah. god!" Um, and um, then yeah, so the mom's like, "Oh, I made you food." Blah blah blah. Another thing that they do in the beginning of the movie that I noticed that they don't really do throughout the rest of the movie is that they um, make it, they ha- the, the fake scares, they have a fake scare in there. Yeah. So they make it seem like, oh, Katie's going to open the refrigerator door and bam, there's going to be something scary there. And, and it never happens. They, they throw in those fake scares for anticipation, like at the beginning of the movie. And then they never do it again. They could have utilized that I a lot I feel like more, they I really think. could have utilized that. Um, a little more, because then you just get comfortable in the storytelling throughout the rest of the movie, too. Um, it doesn't feel as, um, I don't know, like, anxiety-inducing. You're learning more and more. It's, yeah. just, it's just more mysterious now. Hmm. Uh, what's gonna? What's going on? Why are these people interconected? Why? Who's watching tapes and stuff, mm. you know? So I thought that was, and that I was feel interesting. Like, um, yeah. Because after Katie is attacked and dies, I feel like the movie just si- runs. Oh off yeah, it, it just takes off after that. A million miles an hour, and I really like that about the film. Mm-hmm. There's no um, boring, unnecessary bits where I'm just like, "Oh, can I just yeah. skip through this?" Because this is bullshit. Yeah. So essentially, Katie <laughs> goes upstairs because oh, the TV turns on. It's because the TV That's turns right. on, yeah. and she turns it off, and then it turns back on. And then she hears some noises upstairs, so she goes upstairs, and she notices that her bedroom is flooded. And she's like, stop playing, Becca! <laughs> <laughs> and then she opens the door, and she's immediately attacked. Yeah, she's immediately attacked. Yeah. Because um, they later, at the funeral, we meet who the main character yep. is, Rachel. And what really unnerves me is that her son calls her Rachel. Yeah. Yeah. An- another like another little bit of uncomfortableness within the movie. Yeah. Because yep. I'm like, that kid's making me uncomfortable. But kids in horror movies make me uncomfortable yeah. anyway. So. Yeah. Same. <laughs> like, as soon as there's a kid involved, I'm like, oh my god. This is all going downhill. But lucky it didn't. It, it, his presence didn't deter me from the film. He was, he was like an uncomfortable kid, but he wasn't like a creepy yeah. kid. Yeah. And so um, the mother of Katie, they have a flashback yes. to like Katie's face. And it was just that little... Um, that wasn't like a jump scare. It was more like a... Oh, that's uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. So, that the mother saw so that. So basically they find Katie in the closet and her face is all distorted her skin is all dried out she's very gray um just very creepy very creepy it's very yeah. creepy to find it is isn't like it that. and like her jaw's like oh yeah her jaw is a little bit un unhinged and yeah, it's very creepy and what could possibly have <laughs> done this and, and exactly, that's what and that's what the mother talks out. about. Yeah, and that's what the mother talks about too. Is oh, she was a very healthy sixteen-year-old girl, and they say that her heart just stopped. She had a heart attack. Yeah. You know what would cause that? How does that happen? That doesn't happen. And that's where she asks Rachel to like go and find out what happened because Rachel is um, a journalist. Yes. Yep. And so she goes out to the backyard with a cigarette, and she's chatting away to some of Rachel's friends. Mm-hmm. 
Adam Brody is in this bit. Adam Brody. And as soon as I saw it, oh my God, Adam Brody has <laughs> five was... seconds of fame in this movie. <laughs> yeah, me too. That's what I was like. I know he, I literally wrote, he was in this movie for about five seconds. <laughs> yep. Needed more Adam Brody yep. airtime. Yep. But we find out that other people have died, yes. including um, Katie's boyfriend and two of her and friends. Two of her friends, yep. And um, we later find out um, that, because, uh, Rachel does some digging and she finds those photos in Katie's room. Yes, yeah. With all, um, you know, they're all normal photos mm-hmm, mm-hmm. happening. And then there's one of the four of them together with, uh, like, warped faces. Yeah, so basically, basically they're trying to allude to the fact that um, something has happened and when you take your photo, like, your face is all blurry too. Another another yeah. little tidbit too, and it, I think they're, they, they try their best to allude to Aiden, the child. They, they, they allude to his, yeah. like, psychic mediumship ability mm. is the fact that he's been drawing Katie dead and buried yeah. for about a week before she actually dies. Yeah, I forgot about yeah. that bit, because she goes, uh, Rachel goes into the school. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But they don't really use that throughout the rest of the film. I know. I know. And, so and it that's was a bit why, confusing. That's why it... Like, it's un- it's uncomfortable in the meantime, or, or in the beginning, and then it just kind of, like, they never they never go back to him having any mm. type of, like, anything. Nothing. It's like... Yeah. <laughs> okay. That was it. You drew some creepy pictures. All right. Well, well is that it? Like... Well, he just keeps drawing creepy pictures throughout the whole film. Yeah. Uh, I think there's some little, like, connections yeah. that are made because he talks about, you know, um, Samara yeah, and, he, yeah, and yeah, yeah. her and um, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it, they don't really explain it. Yeah. It's kind of like just there hovering in the background a little yeah. bit. Yeah. It's just like, that's happening. This is happening in this movie. Right. And so, um, <laughs> Rachel's doing some digging and her boss, I love this scene because her boss comes over and he's like, you're fired. You're fired. And she's like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. And he's like, yeah, you are. You're fired. <laughs> and she's like, no, I'm not. And I was like, that'd be me. I know. <laughs> like, that, that's such you a, don't know what you're talking about. That's such a, that's such a nice little addition in there. Cause you did, you get to see Rachel's like spunkiness and mm. like her real, like, I'm going to get to the bottom of this. Just chill. I I, yeah. I got this. Like you're not firing me because I got something good. You know. I, I really yeah. like that. That's like a, a nice little addition there too. But it kind of shows how she can investigate something and how she has the skills to do mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. So they kind of give her like a little bit of a story arc, but you don't really see her in her day to day life from that point. Right. Yeah. She is specifically a mom, a single mom, and. Mm. A journalist, and that's it. Yeah. Investigative journalist, that's, that's it. That's all she does. Story arc. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and it's kind of like, okay, well, I appreciate that you threw that in, so now I know why she's so good at research. She could have been anything. She literally but... only sits at her desk and does PI stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um... She finds out that Katie had spent a weekend at uh, Shelter Mountain Inn with her friends, and that that's where they had watched this cursed tape. Mm-hmm. And so Rachel decides to go up there and find the tape. 
and um, what well, she stays there, doesn't she? She stays. She does. And, she um, asked for the specific cabin that they were in. That's yeah. right, cabin number twelve. I remember that. Yeah, from last night. <laughs> and um, I really like the guy that works there. <laughs> He's fun with his magic cards. He just really and... wants that magic trick to work. It's gonna Aww, work one day. One day it'll work. But I read somewhere that he um, he doesn't show up again because apparently he's dead. Really? Yeah. Apparently he he had watched the tape and died. Huh. But there's nothing that says that in the movie. But I just read that online somewhere. That's that's <laughs> the first I've heard of it. Wow. That's yeah, odd. I just read it this morning huh. and I was like, oh, okay. So like, don't want to put that in the movie, or is that just? I think that's just the law around. Yeah why he wasn't there the, the second, second time, time they go maybe back. i don't know yeah huh so okay hmm. <laughs> and so <laughs> they go to she takes it up to this like because it's on their um in their library yeah. of vhs tape, and it has which no cover blew my mind it has no cover it's got no label on it nothing she's like bam that's the tape that's it that's it and like and, i would have grabbed a couple just to make sure yeah and and that's the thing too is is it is it her like investigative senses that it's like bam that's the tape or is it like somehow weirdly you know samara's power going pick me <laughs> like like it, <laughs> it could go either way <laughs> it could go either way because i know that i wouldn't like immediately look at a blank vhs tape and go yeah. that's the weird one i want to Watch that's that. the cursed that's one. The, that's definitely the cursed one right there. I'm gonna, gonna sneak that <laughs> into it. my bag um, and watch pick, it. I'll pick you. <laughs> so, I don't know. I would have, yeah, I would have ended up with like a whole pile. Like, I'm just taking these back <laughs> to my cabin. I'm gotta check them all. Just gonna check all Because, like, I have in case. no common just sense. Just in case there's a so. visual spirit on any of these tapes, gonna check them out. I want them all. <laughs> I want all the vengeful spirits, please. You just end up with a gang of vengeful spirits <laughs> following behind you, and you're like, you know, a little diary. You it's gotta, my posse. You got to keep track of, like, how many days you have left now. <laughs> I just, like, order of importance. Like, okay, well, this one's giving me four days, so I'm going to have to solve this issue right this away. This one's more ASAP. urgent. Urgent. This one's more urgent than the other one. <laughs> The other one's giving me a month, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. We'll figure <laughs> that one out. I always work better when I'm stressed out, so we'll save that one for later. <laughs> Under pressure. <laughs> we'll save that one for later. <laughs> so uh, Rachel takes it up to that really dingy-ass cabin. That looks <laughs> dingy like, ass um, cabin. <laughs> like yeah, you're going to need a tetanus yeah. going in yeah, there. Yeah, it's pretty rough. Uh, they don't, even, they don't even show the whole cabin. It's like, it's, mm. it's like a just a wooded room it's like here here's yeah. his bed and here's a tv and this is this is the whole cabin yep four people stayed in there four How? four people stayed here don't investigate <laughs> the rest of the cabin it's all about this tape Re watch this tape we don't have time we don't have time for this no more evidence that's all we need so she watches the tape yes. and it's full of um like when i look at it i actually laughed watching it because i was like oh this the the this ten seconds of tape scared the living shit out of me the first time I watched it, and now I'm like, like the True Blood opening theme scares it me more really, than this now. It really is. It's um like at one point they just so show a ladder. And I'm like oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, and the chair spinning upside down. Oh wait, no, that wasn't in. That was in a uh, parody. Um, I tapped up. No, that's in it. Yeah. That was no, in... the ch- there's a. Oh, there's it is. A chair spinning. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's a chair spinning in it. Um, okay, I thought that might have been in like one of the, parody the scary ones. movies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, there's totally. There's like, totally uh, one. Um, okay. Good. Then you see. Um, uh, you, you see the well. You see. You know the most important part of it is you see the ring. You yeah. see the ring. Um, you see a woman brushing her hair, and she's looking in the mirror. You see um, a house, but you only see, like, the top window portion. Yeah. You see a man looking out. Um, there's a cliffside and a tree. And you see horses on a beach, but they're they're dead, and they're in the water. Yeah. Um, they're on the shore, so you see a lot of that. And then lots of, like, bloody water. And... Oh, yeah, you see lots of bloody water rushing in. Um, you know, you see the maggots and, uh... Oh, that just makes me yeah. feel sick. And then there's, uh, one scene where you, you see the cliffside and there's a one, one singular tree blowing in the wind, but then you see, like, a fly that's huge in the sky and it's, like, it looks like it's crawling on the TV, which becomes important later. Um, so it's just a lot of dark, weird imagery. Yeah. Yeah. It was just weird. Mm-hmm. When I watch it now, I'm like, okay, that all means something. When I was 13, it didn't mean shit to me. It was like, I'm going to die in seven days now that I've watched oh, this. Oh, yeah. And then you also hear that that really strange, very rhythmic, um, it almost sounds like crickets in, in a way when the, when the video plays. Oh, like the whirring noise? Yeah. It's like, nah. Yeah. And I, I always think about that because it's very interesting that they included that because whenever you hear that sound start to go off, I always think of the movie. It's like very, oh. it's very um, symbolic of that movie, that one teeny mm. tiny sound. Yeah. That's creepy. Yeah. It's very creepy. I think, I think <laughs> the sound is, is much more creepy than the visual. But yeah, as a, as a teenager, yeah. oh my God, that scared the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> and I was convinced I was gonna die because I saw it too. <laughs> yeah. Well, I am. Um, my I watched it with my sister. Now, my sister does not like horror mm-hmm. movies. She does. She likes psychological uh-huh. thrillers, but she is not a horror movie mm-hmm. fan at mm-hmm. all. And we watched it with my with our older cousin, mm-hmm. who of course you know rang the home phone after the movie of was finished. Of course. I feel like I have. I, have, <sighs> I know so many people who they watched it with family or siblings and someone messed some with them asshole had to ring the phone <laughs> had to ring the phone that's another thing my See, phone didn't ring to tell me i was gonna die why did i think i was gonna die that's another why was i why was i dying why was i dying the phone didn't ring nobody told me i was gonna die <laughs> well mine did and i didn't die so. <laughs> i mean maybe maybe it's in dog years or something oh god i hope not <laughs> I really hope not. Oh, I hope Because that means it's like. Oh no, it skipped yeah, it. It, it skipped, skipped it now. Already. Yeah, it skipped it's already. Yeah. It's We're fine. We're good. We're good. We're good. <laughs> so um, Rachel takes the tape home. Mm-hmm. Oh no, she gets a phone call. Yeah, she gets the phone call. That says yeah. seven days. Yep, yeah, she gets so the phone call. So she gets call. the iconic phone call. And she doesn't seem super shaken at the time, but when she gets home, she calls over Noah, who is her ex-partner mm-hmm. and the father mm-hmm. of their child, Aiden. And, you know, um, she gets him to watch yep. it. And his reaction is, oh, very student yeah. film. Yeah. 
<laughs> and I was like, yeah, right. I've done shit That's like that a before. Pretty good student film. <laughs> yeah, this is awesome. Yeah, I really yeah, like that. This is cool. But he he doesn't seem phased. But obviously Rachel is because you know she's saying all these kids died. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. After they watch this film. She has also, um, she has this very 2000s, early 2000s digital camera that she has taken yeah. pictures of herself. Um, and all of her images that. are very blurry. All, every single yeah. one of them are blurry. Yep. And he's just like, eh. Yeah, whatever. This is just a thing that happens. But he agrees um, to, to find out the origins of yes. the film. Because he is a photographer and a, I'm guessing a videographer. Of yeah, some he's kind. some type of video analyst. Um, yeah, he knows more about it, so he he offers to to figure out, you know, what where did where was this recorded? Where did it come from? What's going on? What I the bit I loved is she's like, I'll make you a copy, and I nearly died when I saw the outfit she was wearing <laughs> to go and make the copy of the film, because I was just like, oh, I would have loved to have had that outfit in 2002. <laughs> It's very... She had, like, the hipster jeans yeah. and the little loop belt and a spaghetti strap top. Yep. And I was like... Yep. Iconic. Also, the actor who plays Noah played Riggs on Grey's Anatomy, which I used to be a oh, huge no fan of. And I was like, oh, my God, I know him. And then I... He's from New Zealand. Yeah. Yep, he is. And Naomi Watts is Australian. Yep. So that's kind of cool yep. that they had, like, these two Southern Hemisphere yeah. people on the that's film. That's very awesome. Yep. Apparently they used to have fights over which country's better on set. Yeah, I read that too. People would have been like, what the hell are you... What? Obviously an Australian accent's way better than a New Zealand accent. Sorry, New Zealand friends. I'm not going to make a comment because I'm not getting in between this. <laughs> I am Switzerland. I'm staying out of this. So, um... They... Basically, um... Uh, this is when Rachel starts to have the um, the supernatural stuff yes, happening to yeah. her. Oh, and, um, also, also Riggs gets uh, a phone call. Riggs. Yeah, Riggs. Oh, yeah, I'm going to call him Riggs now. Noah gets a phone call, <laughs> and I thought this was an interesting tidbit in the movie that I didn't catch the first time. So, okay. so Noah watches, and then when he's like, okay, I'm yeah. done, I watched it, they get a phone call. But she doesn't pick up the phone because she knows what's going to happen. So after he leaves, she looks at her answering machine and sees she has one message left and she deletes it. But the funniest thing I can think about is this vengeful spirit calling and waiting. Like, thanks for calling. Thanks for calling, Rachel. Like, please leave a message after the beep. And then the voice is like, God, okay. Are you gonna die in seven days? Oh, like, for God's sake! <laughs> pick up the phone. <laughs> I I actually did think of that. I'm like, I can't believe it left a message. <laughs> oh, I, like, there's nothing I hate more than leaving a voicemail. Like, I just I just can't help but think about Samara at the bottom of the well. Like, oh my God, we just answered a stupid phone. Jesus Christ. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Ah, these these people and their voice messages. Jesus. Oh my God! Alive people needing <laughs> voice messages. Jesus. But um, so this is where yeah, Rachel's starting to have all the weird, creepy uh-huh. stuff happen uh-huh. to her, and um, she coughs up. Um, the it's not. It looks like a hair. I think it is a hair, but on the end of it is like an electric. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like from an ECG. Yeah. So it's like a really long hair, mm-hmm. 
and then the ECG connection part. Yeah, I actually just caught that too. I didn't see that mm. the first time. Mm. Yeah. That bit grosses me out. Yeah. Just because I have like a really weak stomach. And so <laughs> when there's something like someone sounds like they're vomiting, oh, I will feel no. so, I, like I've got it under control yeah. now. But for a really long time, like if someone like dry heaved, I would actually oh, vomit. No. So um, it was ugh, it was so frustrating. Yeah. yeah and the thing too, <laughs> and now it's the thing control, too, she's on the God. phone with her sister. Yeah. <laughs> she's on the phone with her sister and she starts coughing a little bit. She's like, hang on. And the woman on the other line is like, are you okay? What's going on? Is this about Katie? Like, <laughs> she's like hold on, I'm dying. Calm down. <laughs> like, I'm on the floor literally pulling ropes of hair out of my mouth. Chill out. Like, <laughs> Relax. <laughs> I'm busy right now. Do you know what I thought of when that started happening? I was like, oh, I've choked on my water before, too. <laughs> like, that it's gone down right? the wrong yes. hole. And I felt that. Nothing, nothing is worse than thinking you're going to die from drinking sustenance. <laughs> like, <laughs> I need this to live. Or choking on your own saliva. <laughs> Have you ever just swallowed your own spit and thought you were going to die? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. constantly. <laughs> Heaps. At least every second day. That's the real horror in this movie. <coughs> there are many ways that they could have possibly died without the vengeful spirit. Choking on your own <laughs> So, um, Ethan finds... No, is it Ethan? Noah? Why did I say Ethan? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. But Noah... I think his name in life is Ethan. Like, his name Martin. in life. Oh. <laughs> Martin Noah, whatever. Same, same. That same, guy same. Riggs. Anyway, <laughs> Riggs. Um, so Rachel's done some investigating and she's found out that the imagery is actually from a farm on an island somewhere, yes. like a, a horse yes. breeder. And that's Anna Morgan's yes. home. And that's the woman yes. in the video. I don't know how she made that connection. I can't remember that bit. So, uh... Oh, it had to do with the lighthouse. So she sees a lighthouse in, oh, in the that's film. Right. And this is this is a, a neat little, uh, I don't know if it's an Easter egg really, but it's a neat little thing that I found. Uh, so she's she's um, making, making the copy or whatever she's doing when she's experiencing all those things. She gets a nosebleed and everything. But she sees the lighthouse. And she's like, I'm yeah. going to look up the lighthouse. And the lighthouse she finds is on the island. So the way she finds yeah. that out is she goes to her, her work computer and she types in uh, Seattle PI. You know, that's the website she's going to search, Seattle PI. Um, and she looks up the, the lighthouse and she finds it on the island. But if you, if you pause the movie and you look at the URL, <laughs> it's actually a local file. It's literally from her C drive <laughs> and it's it says Windows 98 desktop like Seattle PI it's like a it's an actual file on the computer it's not a URL but Seattle That's so cool. seattlepi.com used to be a real website it still is a, a real website oh. um so i thought that's a, a a cute little like quirky you know, tidbit that they put in the movie, and they're like, they're not gonna know what a URL is. We'll just use this desktop icon. <laughs> no one will. Local know. file, it's fine. 
Don't but yeah, that's how it. she finds the island. She looks up the lighthouse. The lighthouse plays a big yeah. part um, in, in how she finds the island. So that's how she finds the ranch, too, because um, they, they, the, she looks up in the newspaper clippings that they have had a huge, um, massive horse suicide. And yeah. the media just the runs with did. it. Something like 36 to 40 horses just all kill themselves by running off of a cliff and throwing mm. themselves into the ocean. Um, and then that's really how the Morgan Ranch really catches the eye of the media. Because <laughs> mm, um, it was really, they were all saying it was quite yeah, odd. Yeah, they'd never but seen anything we like We find out that. later why it Yeah, they couldn't figure out why it was happening. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And so they later find out that, uh, she also finds out that Anna had um, taken her own life. Yes, yes. Um, after her horses had all died. Yes. So, yeah. And then Rachel catches Aiden watching the tape. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So she's desperate. Absolutely desperate to find out. Yep. Everything becomes like, extra urgent. how to stop this. It's extra urgent now. Yep. Yeah. Extra, <laughs> extra urgent. Complete ASAP. Yep. Oh, I've just lost all my notes. Damn it. No, not like lost them. <laughs> I scrolled up. Now I don't know where I'm up to. Um, so basically, Rachel and Noah team up. And um, there's a scene in the car where Noah is talking with Aiden. Mm-hmm. And Aiden's drawing away, drawing away. And he's talking about how I'm your dad and I wouldn't be a very good dad. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, I didn't really realise when I was a kid, that, yeah, Noah is the dad. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't until last night that I was just like, oh, it all makes sense. Yeah. I, I didn't catch okay, that. Gotcha. I didn't catch that the first time I watched it either. Um, yeah. But he goes, he, yeah, he goes on to talk about how they were both kids when they had him and he wasn't going to be a good dad because they were, they were kids themselves. And it, it probably leads into a little bit of, or explains a little bit of why Aiden calls his mom Rachel by her first name instead of saying mom, too. Yeah. It's because she probably treated him more like a little brother when she had him, too. Yeah. Instead of her own child. So there's like a bit of disconnect yeah. in that. Yeah, there probably isn't too, too much of a bonding right there. Um, and even you even get those little tidbits too at the beginning of the movie when Aiden is is dressing himself for Katie's funeral too, um, and he's like laying out Rachel's clothing and you almost get like a little yeah. bit of a he's growing up too soon vibe, um, you know he he's yeah. kind of taking care of his mom instead of the other way around a little bit of and and I think that leads into the making the audience feel a little uncomfortable too because you don't see that yeah, yeah. where you're just like he's just a yeah. kid. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, they drop, um, Aiden off at Rachel's sister's house. Yep. And they're off to the ferry. Mm -hmm. And so Noah and Rachel have found that Anna Morgan was actually a patient at, um, Eola, um, psychiatric Mm -hmm. hospital. So, um, Noah goes there and Rachel jumps on the ferry to go across to, um, what's the island called? Moesco? Moesco. Yeah. Something. Moesco? I hope that's how it's pronounced. But yeah, basically, yeah. It's like M O E S K O. Yeah. 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 And on the ferry, she sees a horse. Of course she does. <laughs> and and this bit. And instead of scared the shit out of me. Instead of leaving that horse alone, because that horse doesn't belong to you. 
She's gotta go up to it and touch it. And ruin everything. But then she, like, doesn't leave when she sees that it's distressed. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just leave it the fuck alone. Yeah, don't touch it. That's not yours. Leave it alone. <laughs> it's upset. Leave so it alone. So the horse breaks out. Yeah. Yep. And, um, does a couple of laps around the ferry before... Yep. Um, that's also, I think, a very disturbing scene because... Yeah. You know, it's also reminiscent of what she's heard before, which is of the horses killing themselves, jumping over a ledge. Yeah. And you see, you get that even more so of, uh, like, cliff feeling when it jumps off the ferry, because I think of the cam yeah. the camera angle of um, how they, they, they shot, like, the horse falling off the ferry, too. It's very, very tall, a very tall angle, too. Yeah. Uh, which I thought was an interesting little tidbit. Um, that they added in. Yeah. Because it does. you don't really see the whole fairy. Yeah, exactly. You just see the horse. Exactly. And that's, exactly. that's it. Um, if you just left that damn horse alone. <laughs> what, leave what? the fuck alone. Uh, horses really scare me. Really? Um, just because they're so they big, big. And if they kick me in the head, I can die. Yeah. Like, that scares yeah, that's me. A, that's, a fair, that's a fair reason. That's a pretty good reason. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, most of the time, I just wave and point them out to my nieces, and, and that's then it. Leave that's, them the hell alone. That's all we're gonna do, and then leave them the hell alone because they don't belong to because me. Because they do not belong to me. Leave them the hell alone. And so, the bit that really disturbed me was when they all run down to the other end of the ferry to see what's happened to the horse, mm -hmm. and underneath it just like churns yes. out blood. So, the good thing is they don't show that. Yes. They don't show. The horse yeah. being chewed up by the ferry um, motor yeah. Yeah. fan. What's what are those things called? Mm, the, the motor. <laughs> yeah. The motor. I don't know. Boat fan. The I boat don't know. Fan. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't go I don't on know boats. The technical term. We're not boatists. <laughs> We're not. <laughs> I'm not a boatist. <laughs> I'm not a boat person. I don't know anything about that. No, me neither. <laughs> uh, so the horse gets unfortunately. Yeah. Absolutely annihilated mm -hmm. under the boat. Ah, but then you see the rush of blood water. I didn't catch that yes. until now. Oh, my oh God. Yeah. yeah, so that's what's in the film, mm -hmm. it, like in Samara's video, yeah. is that blood bubbling. Oh. Like, But they do it in slow-mo yeah, in, in the curse tape, yeah. not fast. And, uh, yeah, so that's... Um, I didn't notice that till last yeah. night as well. I was like, oh. There's so much symbolism in this movie. And I think that's why I really, really yeah. enjoy it. I really enjoy those yeah. little details that directors and screenwriters add into um, everything like that. I love it. Mm. They work, They obviously work really hard yeah. to make them so that people might not necessarily see it the first time, but you know, maybe on their second or third watch, they're starting to pick up on extra things and being like, oh, that's yeah. clever. And I think that that's what makes um, a a movie rewatchable. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. If you're just like, okay, I didn't understand it the first time, so I'm going to watch it a second time. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely a movie and that deserves a second watch if you're watching through and you're like, oh, yeah. well, I don't understand why this happened and this happened just watch it again and you know you can catch those little details you might get yeah, it yeah you might get it that's what i love about movies like I mean, this yeah i had to read the wiki to understand what had happened to samara so yeah i did too because i was just like i don't get yeah, it i did too i need to read it yeah so um she goes 
to, um, sorry, Rachel goes to speak to Anna's uh, husband, Richard. Yes. Um, but he doesn't want a bar of it. Yeah. And he denies that Samara... Ever happened. I don't yeah. know who that is. Yeah. I don't know who yep. Samara is. But at the same time, uh, Noah is at the psychiatric hospital and he finds that... Um, that uh, they'd had a child. Yes. After, you know, quite a number of miscarriages yes. and whatnot. Yep. So, um, obviously, Samara was a very incredibly important part of Anna and Richard's life. Um, oh, no, sorry. She was adopted. Yeah, she was adopted. After, yeah. yeah, after all yeah. the miscarriages. Yeah. Um, and that in Anna's file, it also said that Samara had a um, psychic ability. Yes. So her psych abil- psych- psychic ability, um, I researched mm-hmm. it because I was like, I've got to know what this uh-huh. is about. It's actually called Nensha and it's a form of spirit photography. And basically um, people are able to like burn images into mm-hmm. film or anywhere, yeah. Yeah. really. And so they can think of something and then put it in like on a on a like in the film Samara's is put on like um actual film for like photography like, yeah photos, yeah like, yeah photo film or x-ray film yeah or something. it kind of looks like x-ray um, films um because yeah. uh Noah has to hold it up to kind of at the light to kind of really see what it is and it, and it looks weird too because hmm. you don't expect you know he sees images of like um little dinosaurs and like a rocking horse and stuff and yeah. it's like it's so odd to see like an x-ray with children's toys in it um, yeah, and yeah, it's because Samara has burned that image into the X-ray film. Yep. Yeah, and um, basically, um, yeah. So basically, Rachel goes to the local GP mm-hmm. on the mm-hmm. island, and who says, you know, uh, Samara was adopted. Um, they had lots of fertility problems, and. You know, some stuff happened, and um, I basically referred them both to Eola Psychiatric yeah. Facility. Um, and she thought that Samara was still there. Yeah. And that, um, yes, Anna had, had died, but Samara was still alive at the, at the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, so after that, um, but the doctor says some quite weird things, mm-hmm. you know. Um, the horses went mad, there was no fish. Um, but all I know is as soon as she was gone, everything, everything got yeah, better. Everything, everything was better after we knew that she yeah. had left the island. Yep. Yeah, which is kind of ominous. Yeah. Very ominous. And so um, Rachel goes back to the farmhouse at night. And the door is unlocked, mm-hmm. so she just goes on in. Why not? Why not? That's what I'm here and... for. <laughs> I, already t- I already touched a horse that wasn't mine. Might as well break it in her. <laughs> beanie, add that to my list. You know, animal cruelty, beanie, let's go. Um, so at this time, Noah has already been at the hospital and had found um, the existence of a tape. Mm-hmm. So he's gone on down to wherever they keep the mm-hmm. tapes, I guess, in whatever archive, and pretends to be Richard. Yes. Yep. 
and then finds out that he was the last yeah. person to yeah, use the Yeah, and that's a tape. great scene too because um, I love the, that. Yeah, the the guy down there is like, man, you're looking pretty good for somebody who's like in his seventies. <laughs> <laughs> He's like genetics. Yep. <laughs> <Next> <laughs> Who would have thought, huh? Can I say? <laughs> yeah. And so the tape's not in yeah. there. But when he says, who was the last person who watched it? And he was like, oh, you. You, you, you were the last one that took it. Yep. <laughs> and then it cuts back to yep. Rachel at the farmhouse, actually putting the tape on. And it's during that time that it's an interview with Samara and um, a doctor. Uh-huh. Yola Psychiatric yep. Hospital. And, um, so, oh, I can't remember what they're talking about in this bit. They're not really talking about much, are they? Oh, Daddy loves the horses. Yeah, he, he um, doesn't like he's me. He's going to leave yeah, me Yeah, he here. doesn't like me very much. Um, the doctor asks her, you know, um, you don't seem like you want to hurt people. And she's like, um, but I do. Which yeah. could either mean, eh, but I do want to hurt them, or it could just be a response of, but I do hurt them, even though I don't want to. Like, yeah. So it's very, it's very yeah. creepy. Um, you know, yeah, because she... it kind of has a little, a couple of um, interpretations yeah. that you can have from yeah. that. Like, what does she mean? Yeah, and then, and, and, um, it's, and it's neat too, yeah. because you can see in the tape, the x-rays on the table too. Yeah. Um, so that, so at yeah, that point, cause they're talking yeah, about so them. at that point they can, you, you know, they already know that she has this ability, which is really, really interesting. Yeah. And it's kind of cool. Cause they kind of kept her there to obviously protect her and protect everyone yeah. else. Yeah. Yeah. And so he says, you know, let's talk about these pictures mm-hmm. here. And she says, I don't make them. I see them. And then they just. Oh yeah, because he asked he asked her how do you how do you create them and she goes I don't Mm. you know I just see them and they are yeah they're there that's it and um, so Richard sneaks up on her and he's got like all these cables around his (laughs) neck and I forgot this scene happened because um maybe I just blocked (laughs) it out of my memory to be honest. And so she's, like, yelling at him about his daughter. Like, what did you do to her? Where is she? Um, What have you done? And then I can't really remember what he's saying. Because I don't think he's even saying anything. He's just getting his bathtub ready. (laughs) So he alludes to the fact that he obviously blames her for his wife's death. And this is when he starts talking about how he, he... needed to like he needed to get rid of her like he he needed to put her away like he he couldn't deal with she it was anymore. never meant to have a daughter yeah. um she, yeah. oh yeah he does he does say that my wife was never meant to have a daughter or yeah, yeah. she was never supposed to be a mother um yeah which is really it sad. is it is yeah um and all of this is taking place in the would, I, I would assume it's around the late 60s, because that's when the dates on her miscarriages are in the records. Like, late 60s. Yeah. So this must be, like, the early 70s is, like, when Samara's actually come, like, about, essentially. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think 1969 she was yeah. born. Yeah, yeah. Or adopted. Yeah. Adopted, yeah. Yeah. 
So it's been a long time yeah. since his wife had died. It had been like 20 yeah. years or something, they were saying. Yeah. So it's really, um, like, and I do understand where his pain comes mm-hmm. from. Like, I, I get mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And, um, but you find out that he was incredibly cruel yes. to his he daughter. He was very abusive. As well. Yeah. So, yeah. And so he basically just gets in the bathtub with all of these, like, electrical goods. Yeah. And flicks the switch yeah. on and electrocutes himself, which is really terrifying it's, for somebody to it's do. It's terrifying, and it also, in a way, feels, I don't know, it feels misplaced to me a little bit. Yeah. It, it, like, why why would he, you know, do it right right then and there? Like, why why would he need to? You know, obviously he's been planning it. He, he probably didn't expect her yeah. to come back to the house. Um, maybe he went and got the tape because he saw her the first time, you know, I don't, I don't know. Um, but it just, I don't know. It just Mm. doesn't feel like a good place in the movie. Yeah, it feels, but in saying that, like, he's talking about how he can't get the images out of Mm -hmm. his head. They don't go away. She never sleeps. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I get that the electricity might have the ability to eliminate all those feelings. Yeah. Maybe. So, like, I get why it happened, mm-hmm. but it does mm-hmm. feel very odd in that yeah. space. Yeah. And also, maybe he was like, fuck it. Um, if you're here, you're, like, you are not interrupting my yeah. plans. Like, I'm going ahead yeah. with this. So, I will I will entertain you and answer these which questions, is, but, like, I'm on a which schedule. Which is quite possible, so. too, because, I mean, when you're, you know, older like that, you know, and he's been doing, he's been dealing with this for so long, he's like, fuck it, you know. Who cares? Like, you want to watch this and let's go. Like, I gotta... I. If you're going to be here, yeah. you're going to be yeah. a witness. I'm yeah. sorry. It's quite possible. So, yeah. So she ends up witnessing his um, his suicide. And Noah shows up yes. on the island. And he's basically like, Samara's adopted, blah, 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 blah. And um, uh, Rachel remembers a comment that Aiden had made to her about how the horses keep her up at night. Yes. And so they go out to the barn, and this is where the images start all piecing together from Samara's video. So she looks up at the house and sees the window Mm -hmm. where the man in the video is and the barn that's in the video. And then when she goes in the barn, it's the The ladder that's in there. (laughs) Yes. Everything seems to be piecing together, and it's awesome. And I really like... Yeah, I really like how the first time I wouldn't have made those connections. Like, I just wouldn't have um, really pieced that together as a... It's already been given to me, that information. Right, We've already seen it and digested it, and then we don't remember it anymore. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah. (laughs) And I think that's like a typical teenage brain. But now I'm just like, oh, it's all been given to me. All the clues. All the clues, Yep. And so they climb up the creepy ladder, and there's the television and, and the, the chair, chair that spins the around. The creepy uh, uh, rocking <laughs> horse is in the room. Um, she's got a little mm. bed. It's so it's sad. Very like sad. That. It's very sad. Yeah. He he literally put his daughter away um, to solitude because he couldn't deal mm. with it. Yep. Yeah, because she had been burning images into their heads and sending them a little bit crazy. And so he thought, I'll put her away so that she can't come anywhere near us. 
And that's when all the horses were eventually driven to madness. Yep. Because she couldn't sleep yep. at night. So she had burnt images into their heads. And that's where the mass jump off yep. the cliff down to the yep. beach happened with all the horses. So that explains the horses yeah. on the beach and the cliff and it's just, and the lighthouse. And the lighthouse, like yep. it just It's like they, I think they're all images that Samara had seen and wanted to provide as clues for people to find out her story. I think so too. I think so too. It's almost reminiscent of like, not repressed memories, but like things you see every day that don't really click, but are big, big moments still, Um, Hmm. which is, which is really symbolic in this movie. Imagery is a huge part of this movie. Um, yeah, and that's what makes it so fascinating it's, is it plays a huge part in the story and in the movie. Um, so the editing for this movie had to be perfect, and it was. Yeah, it was. <laughs> they really, yeah, they, they really, really had to piece it. it together to perfection. Yeah. yeah, otherwise it just it could have. It really could have. Yeah, <laughs> it really could have, and it did and so the- well. It did so well mm. that um, I, I, I believe I read that it um, really paved the way to bring over more Japanese horror remakes. Yeah. It was like the most, yeah. gro- um, the most grossing Japanese remake. Um, yeah. Or I think it was just even just horror, horror remake, remake in Yeah. 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 <clears throat> And that's when they, yeah, they started doing The Grudge mm-hmm. and what were some um, other ones they did? One Miss Call, they did um, yeah. uh, Dark Water. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to watch yeah, I that. I need to watch that one again, too. Yeah. I'm too scared. <laughs> <laughs> I, and the thing is, like, I'd love to watch the Japanese versions because I know they are terrifying yeah. because um, Japanese directors and mm-hmm. like, horror directors mm-hmm. and horror writers do such a visceral job mm-hmm. of yeah of filming horror that it's just insane they do they and do it just really scares um, me we're seeing a lot of really good horror movies coming out of um japan korea um even chinese yeah even chinese horror dramas are um doing really really well right now um and yeah. it's it's kind of refreshing too because once you've seen so many Western horrors, um, like Hollywood like horror, horror movies, <laughs> Hollywood horror movies, it's nice to see um, finally these other movies, you know, doing really really yeah. well. It feels, um, and I and I say this a lot because Australian horror is so different to Hollywood horror mm-hmm. as well. So out of Australia, you get a lot of psychological yeah, thrillers coming yeah. out of here, uh, the Wolf Creek series. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saw, um, Tank Girl. Tank Girl. Like, those yeah. kinds of movies. Yeah. Um, oh, what was the other one? Um, I was just talking about it on the podcast last week with someone. Um, but, yeah, a lot of it is just really different mm-hmm. in Australia. Mm-hmm. So I like watching Australian horror, but I know that if I put on, like, a Hollywood horror movie, it's going to meet, like, the exact expectations that I have of a horror yeah, movie, and I'm yeah. not going to be freaked it's out. It's like they're following a line now. It's like, all right, yeah. here's this point, and here's this trope, and, like, now this, yeah, here you go. Here you go. And we got to throw in some and comedic kinda, horror in there somewhere. we got to have that one guy. Yeah. <laughs> I find that really comforting. It's not. <laughs> horror 
movies are my comfort movies. I actually just like will sit on my bed and just watch a yeah. movie. My grandma the other night says to me, can't we put something on? And I was like, oh. Well, I got this good parody. You ever heard of Tucker and Dale versus... <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. She'd... It'd get to, like, the lesbian vampire bits, and she'd be like, why is this in here? <laughs> she just wouldn't... Like, she wouldn't care, but she'd just be like, I don't understand what is happening here. God. What? Actually, I put on uh, Final Girl with Abigail Oh, Gosling. I just watched that. Yeah. I couldn't watch the whole thing. It's... It's very abstract. It's... Yeah. Yeah. It's... It's like a good concept, but I feel like there's too many plots in it. Or too, too many um, the, yeah. holes in the plot. It's yeah. It was just really confusing because they only literally watched like the first yeah. 20 minutes and they just kept talking about the boys' yeah. film. And I'm like, who are the boys? Yeah. Like, when I think of the boys, I think of the Amazon TV show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't, you can't do this yeah, to me. It was kind of a rough, uh, it was kind of a rough watch. It's a really pretty film. Um, it looks beautiful. And, and the fact that they shoot it um, almost like they're on a stage and not in a, on a movie set yeah. is really nice. But it, there's just too many story plot, like, holes to fill in. Yeah. Really. I didn't even get up yeah. to the plot hole bits. So. Yeah. <laughs> I just couldn't deal yeah. with it. And then when she was, like, trying to snuggle up with her trainer, I was like, oh, I'm yeah. uncomfortable. He's basically dead. Yeah, that's a little rough. Let's Especially not. since in the beginning you see her with, like, she's, like, five or six. And he's like, all right, I'm going to yeah. recruit you become a super assassin. She's like, all right, okay. <laughs> not, <laughs> not even Now phased. I'm falling in love with you because I'm a teenager. Yeah. yeah. That was, that's a little Yeah, rough. that made me really yeah. uncomfortable. I was like, I don't yeah. like that bit. Just give me all the slash and dash and blood and gore. <laughs> so... They, um, when they are up in the top of the barn, mm -hmm. they, no one notices that some of the wallpapers yeah. come down. So they rip yeah. it down and it's this big giant image of a mm -hmm. tree that's been burnt into mm -hmm. the wall. And Rachel recognizes it from Shelter yep. Mountain because when she's in the cabin, she actually sees the tree, um, on the top of the hill. The yeah. hill. She has like a little flashback yeah. to it. So they go all the way back to yes. the cabin. They take and, the fairy um, back and they traumatize another horse on the way. <laughs> <laughs> Just harassing animals all the way. Um, <laughs> and so the um, and what's really funny is that these images are almost shown in order of what parts of um, Samara's death oh, yeah. is. Because the last image is the yeah. tree on the tape before it cuts mm -hmm. out. And so um, they're trying to work out how, um, where the hell they've got to find the next yeah. part. Yeah. yeah. And it wasn't until um, they, what did they drop? Something on you the know, ground. You know, I don't know. It had, it had to have been like a decorative piece or like maybe yeah. it was board games left, left in the cabin. But essentially yeah. they, they like get frustrated and they like just throw it on the floor and then I think Noah's the one that catches it and he's like look and all the marbles have mm. collected right underneath the TV which I think is pretty like it's creepy it's pretty creepy <laughs> but it's also like ironic like you know and more yeah. symbolism that it's under the TV and they notice that there's a, a, a little divot underneath the TV so then they start ripping yeah. the floor apart because you know it's not their property and then they, so screw um... it. <laughs> 
<laughs> Ripping the floorboards apart. Now vandalism. Now vandalism. More vandalism. But the Shelter Mountain Inn dude's dead, so apparently it's fine. <laughs> So, um, they uncover the well that is under cabin 12, which I found really cool that they did it all within. Oh, excuse me. Um, It's all the coffee I drank. (laughs) (laughs) They did it all within the cabin. Like that cabin Mm -hmm. 12 is really super significant, you know, like, um, Katie was in there when she first watched Mm -hmm. the video. Then Rachel was in there when she first watched Mm -hmm. the video. It was built over the well that Samara was thrown in. So it's kind of like, it's really cool that it's all, all, like you said at the start, like all interconnected in a way, like everybody is connected. Yeah. I I I think it's like um, a a really beautiful part of the movie where you, where you really are, are like, man, they really are. Everything is coming together now. Yeah. You know, we're, and it didn't feel like it was just thrown at you either because you've been given so many mm-hmm. pieces of the puzzle in the lead yeah. up that when it when you know um they do uncover the well and and the TV you know the ground collapses and pushes Rachel into the well that scared the shit out of me I was like oh god like- it it's had to fall. be. Watch it out. had to be the TV that throws her into the well too. It had to yeah. be. Yeah, <laughs> it was great. And it's one of those old TVs too, with like the turn dials, you know. So you know oh, that shit's I don't heavy. Miss those. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're lucky. You know. We're, we're lucky to knock her unconscious as she fell into yeah. the deep dark well. <laughs> I was singing that too. I was like, "Ooh, it's that would hurt." Gotta hurt. Oh my god. <laughs> It took like me and my sister like to carry yeah. those like together. Those so those were heavy. <coughs> yeah. So she um is she falls in and she sees um Samara yes. and that's when um she has the vision of everything that happened to Samara where you know Anna um actually puts a, a plastic garbage mm-hmm. bag over Samara's head and pushes mm-hmm. her into the well mm-hmm. and. In the extended version, or maybe the Japanese version um, of this scene, mm-hmm. it is so much more brutal than this. Oh, so, I read about that. She, yeah, she she suffocates um, uh-huh. Samara, and it doesn't kill her. So she like bashes her head with in a with rock. a rock and then throws yeah. her into the well. Yeah, and she's still not dead. Like she still, she still survives. survives all of that. Yep. Yeah. How insane that, does that that's have to be crazy. to do that to your own child? That's crazy. Yeah. And at this point in time, too, as, as she as she pushes her into the well, too, she she says, "I always wanted you. I always wanted you." Yeah. Um. So mm. you can kind of get a little bit of feeling of she is at her wits' end because she always wanted this child, and I I, yeah, I feel I feel in a way Anna Morgan kind of knows that she can't control her power I, I i feel like she she still loves her daughter and 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 she, you know this is the child she always wanted and i feel like she doesn't you know she, she this, she's at her wits end she's like okay this this has got to be it I, i'm gonna free both of us i'm gonna free both of us yeah yeah it's really sad and everyone else so that you can't help hurt yep. them as well yep. And that goes back to that that conversation that the doctor's having with Samara, and he's saying, "Ah, oh, you know, I don't think you want yeah. to hurt people," and she's like, "But, but I, I do." But I do. Yeah. And um, it's just really, 
really sad. It is. It's, a, it's a very sad scene to see. Um, yeah. And so um, they get, they actually rescue, uh, and I really like the scene, sorry, just before that, um, where Rachel does pick up her corpse, uh-huh. and she's still that little girl that fell yeah, in the well. She- and she, like, brushes yeah. her hair back, and I'm just like, yeah. am I going to cry in a scary yeah. movie? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's very poignant, too, because it's, it's like, you know Rachel's a mother, too. So, like, a little bit of her yeah. motherly instinct is kicking in, and she just wants to protect this little girl, this, this small child. Yeah. yeah. Well, she does say after they rescue her out of the well that all she wanted was to be heard. You know, some kids do this, and some kids do that, and some just draw yep. pictures. Yep. And that's what her and son's doing. And that's what doing. her son's doing, yep. Yeah, and so um, <clears throat> basically Noah says to Rachel, you're, you know, it's past sunset. Mm-hmm. How? And then, some, you know, they're just talking because they've obviously gotten Samara's yep. body out. Yep, they're going to, the, the sheriff they're says, going you know, to bear, can... bury uh, Samara is what they say. Um, yeah. Soon. They're going to bury her body soon in a graveyard. Mm. Yep. Yeah, and Noah says, you know, how long do you think you could survive down there? And Rachel says, seven, seven days. days. Yep. So that little girl was in there for seven days before she died. Like, that's so yeah. heartbreaking. Yeah. yeah, and so I was reading on the wiki about the type of ghost that Samara mm-hmm. is. So Samara's ghost is a on... I know, I know. Cannot, I know. Speak, cannot speak Japanese. <laughs> On Rio? I think... Or on Rio? I think it's on Rio, but I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it's, um, basically a ghost that is created after dying from, like, uh, anger and rage. And they return as very pale, um, Mm -hmm. ghosts, and they're physical as, like, there's, like, a physical element to them and it's basically just to seek vengeance and get yep. revenge on the living yep and so that's what she comes yep. back as is one of these japanese ghosts which is really cool um this is why i need to watch the original because then it I actually makes cultural I sense i do too yep. <laughs> i do too yeah and so um basically rachel thinks everything's fantastic yep. again everything's fine it's totally cool and she says to Aiden, you know, the curse has been lifted. We saved Samara. Yep, they think they broke the curse. Everything's good. Yeah. Yeah. And Aiden's basically like, nah, it was a mistake because I'm still yeah. cursed. Yes. Like, she's still coming yeah, for me. So, so essentially, <laughs> Rachel, like, falls asleep in his bed. And she's like, everything's good. Everything's good. And Aiden's like, why did you help her? She doesn't sleep. I told you this. You don't listen, Mom. <laughs> and she sees that um, one of the um, uh, resulting symptoms of watching the tape would be the the handprint, the bruised handprint on, on the yes. arm. And Rachel had that, and it disappeared. Um, but it's on Aiden. So that's how she knows yeah. that it's still, it's still going. Yeah. And that's when she freaks she out. Flips and out. And he's just like, holy crap, Noah's yep. next. And so she's driving recklessly. Endangering everybody's another life, crime. Left her child at home <laughs> by himself. <laughs> child on endangerment. The, on the phone while 
driving through the mean streets of Seattle, <laughs> <laughs> rushing to his <laughs> warehouse apartment. Yeah, and while this mm-hmm. is happening, um, the TV in Noah's apartment flips yep. on. And I love yep. this scene. I freaking love this scene so much. Because um, we see the well, mm-hmm. and I just love the way that when Samara gets to the screen, her hair her like... Her hair peeks over first. It does the same thing with the well, yeah. too. So you see Samara yes, come up out of the comes... well, but her hair is the first to kind of like peel yeah. over the edge. I just edge. really love it's that It's such effect. a nice little small detail once again, yeah. Very yeah. creepy. Just, hair is creepy. Just, yeah. <laughs> her hair is creepy. But this is... um, She is... This character basically gave birth to the stringhead ghost concept, yep. and I think it even influenced the Grudge because I think that's a stringhead ghost. Uh, I'm not too yeah, sure. I haven't of. watched the Grudge yeah. in so long. Yeah, kind of. Although, speaking of the Grudge, my niece was sitting on my bed the other day, and she just starts making this like creak, creaking noise. Oh, you know the noise yeah. from the Grudge. Oh. <sighs> and I was like, don't do that, <laughs> or I'll make you watch the Grudge. She's four. <laughs> and the other one's six, sitting on at my computer doing it. And I was like, what I, are you doing? No, I, Stop I saw that. that movie a couple years, uh, well, a lot of years after The Ring, after I'd recovered from The Ring. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and the creepiest part of that movie for me was her coming down the stairs. Oh. That, that yeah, is I just... I hate that movie uh, so much. That awkward, that awkward, like, uncomfortable body movement. Is so yeah. creepy. I hate it, but Ooh. I love it. Any movie that yeah. has that, anything disjointed, yeah. I get. And the thing is, like, I love exorcism mm-hmm. movies. Like, I really do. Like, The Exorcism of Emily Rose is probably one it's of my very favorite well, movies. Yeah, uh, put together. And, but even just when she's like her body's contorting, mm-hmm. I'm just like, that's unnatural. <laughs> that's not normal. <laughs> Your my sister dislocates her her shoulder a lot, and I that's oh, not natural. No. I've seen. Oh, yeah, my sister just has to hang out washing in her, her shoulder dislocates. <laughs> All because she fell over once. <laughs> and it like popped. Oh, no. She fell over in a pair of high heels oh. and like landed on her arm and popped it. And so, so now it just dislocates. Does that. Oh, gosh. Yeah. She's got to get like, she's got to get um, tendons like sewn back mm-hmm. together or mm-hmm. something. I don't know. I don't gosh. know. But she had to wait until. Um, her youngest had stopped breastfeeding. So now I yeah, think she can go yeah. get it done. I don't know how it works. Oh, I'm just I like, sh- okay, cool, Em. I can't imagine just having, just randomly having your shoulder pop out of place like that. <laughs> it hasn't happened for a while, though. So maybe it's gotten better. I hope I so. Know. Gosh. I don't think it just gets better. <laughs> but <laughs> She Not, hasn't said anything yeah. to me. So I'm like, oh, maybe she's fine. I don't know. <laughs> Um, so <laughs> Samara's coming out of the television and the water. I love how they have like the camera at the, the ground level watching yeah. like, the water like yeah. slowly go across yeah. the floor all the Oof. way down to the stairs and Noah flips out. As one would. And this is like the only... <laughs> As yeah, one absolutely. That wouldn't be water. That'd be my yep. urine. Yeah. Yeah. And so he's all cut up. And I think this is like only the second time they really show any like so, larger amount yeah, of blood. Because, so he knocks something over and glass shatters everywhere. Mm. So as he's crawling away, 
he Ooh. he cuts his hands. So yeah, I, I think that's yeah. really the only other time they show blood besides the nosebleeds. Yeah, yeah, and the, and horses. the horse, yeah, the Getting horse chewed up. But um, which I thought was like I said, the fact that they just don't have the typical horror trope, like gore yeah. tropes, being played through this, and there wasn't any body gore mm-hmm. and. And I think that a lot of psychological and supernatural horrors, um, I I don't watch a lot of supernatural horror because it scares the shit out of me. Um, I have The Conjuring 2 on my pledge list on Letterboxd. And so I'm like watching everything else around it and avoiding it because I'm like, no, I saw the first one. I love The Conjuring movies. And when I first, when I saw them, like they scared the shit out of me. But I love, I love the, the universe of The Conjuring. I yeah, love I, that's it. what I want to yeah. watch. I want to watch The Nun mm-hmm. and whatever yeah. else is connected to it. And it's actually directed um, by the guy who did yes. Saw one and yes. two, um, James James mm-hmm. Wan, James mm-hmm. Wan. Uh, yeah, so it's an Australian guy who mm-hmm. created the Conjuring universe, which is really yeah. cool. So yeah, I love it. This is what I mean about Australians <laughs> and horror. <laughs> I just it's like. We've got a different part in I our brain to Warrens. mess with people. I love, I love the story of the Warrens. Yeah. Like, I love that to death. I love, I love creepy stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> See, I really loved the Amityville mm-hmm. horror. Uh, not the first time I watched it, because I literally sat in the cinema with my eyes closed. Um, but like, I can sit and watch it now and just be like, I really like mm-hmm. this movie. And I think I like things that allude to like demons and uh, religious sim- sim- symbolism, uh, symbology yeah. Yeah. and... Yeah, and symbolism I, and whatnot. I really and, like that too. And I'm not a religious person, but same. But it still I scares think, the shit out of me. <laughs> uh, yeah, like I will not touch a Ouija board. I'll have yeah. one in my house, but I will not yeah. touch it. I'm not allowed to because my grandmother's like, "You're not bringing that into my house." <laughs> yeah, I I find that I really enjoy those movies a lot too because usually there's some um, part realism to it in a way and i really yeah. love the horror movies where you can go oh man this could potentially happen that's why i like a lot of psychological yeah. horror movies is because i feel like that's oh, the scariest absolutely. part um i still i still yeah. really like watching you know slasher movies and creature features i still like those too but my yeah. favorite is a psychological horror i love the mystery behind oh, it yeah yeah like some of one of my favorite movies is like uh, American Psycho uh-huh. and Silence of yes. the Lambs, and for so long I wouldn't put those in the horror genre until I started to research more about horror and and the different elements that a psychological uh-huh. thriller can be a horror, a horror yeah. film. Absolutely, yeah. because you know, but you get to decide what horror is. Like it's, I think so. No one else gets I to decide so. what you're scared exactly. of. Exactly, that's exactly <laughs> it too is horror is literally whatever makes you uncomfortable and and scares you and that's what's yeah. great is that you can put anything in this genre yeah yeah and see i grew up watching um i think i was eight when i watched silence of the lambs maybe yeah. nine and my dad actually like put it on for me because i just liked like crime investigation mm-hmm. movies and yeah. action movies and yeah. stuff like that so he was like oh this is fine and now I'm just like, Dad, you know that Hannibal ate people, right? <laughs> in that movie. Like, I saw him cut open a man's brain. Not in Silence of the Lambs, but later on. And it's just, <laughs> it's just so, I love how so many paths 
crossover with horror. Yeah. And I think that that's yeah. what I love the I, most. I, I really enjoy that too. Especially since I, I think my um, love for things like that really did start from books. I was a very, very big yeah. reader. <laughs> um, and so reading Stephen King, reading Dean Koontz, um, I read a lot of mystery novels from random authors growing up. And I would just peel through <laughs> them. And it was just like true crime, supernatural crime, you know, all, all these things, uh, one after the other. Um, and I liked creepy Tim Burton films growing up and, you know, stuff like that. And yeah, me it too. really <laughs> like evolved, even though, even though things like The Ring still absolutely terrified me. Um, I still really enjoyed watching stuff because the mystery behind it, yeah. it was always the mystery behind it that really got me, um, to continue yeah. to watch it, even though I was so terrified. I just like being scared. Yeah, I do. I do. I don't know why. But but I did I grew up watching Tim Burton and I've just started introducing my nieces yeah. to like spe- specific yeah. films nothing too crazy they've watched uh, Edward Scissorhands mm-hmm. and we watched Frank and Weenie oh the my other gosh, night I just watched and... I just watched the OG Frank and Weenie the short the oh, live really? action one oh oh amazing I, I just <laughs> I, I borrowed somebody's Disney Plus. <laughs> And it's on there. <laughs> and I haven't seen that since I was oh, wow. a kid. And It's on my DVD. I, on the DVD really? that I have, like a bonus. Oh, I yeah, love it. On the I Blu-ray. Love it. And so when they announced the uh, the new uh, Franken and Weenie, I actually took my niece to go see it in theaters too. Oh, I love my it. Niece it was so yet. cute. <laughs> she, um, she, because uh, they're both like spooky yeah. stuff. Like they're creepy mm-hmm. kids. Um, the youngest uh, she is the one that loves the yeah. real creepy yeah. stuff. Um, just because she's a little weirdo, <laughs> just like me, it's fine. Uh, she got a pair of shoes, um, like a some like Velcro mm-hmm. sandal mm-hmm. sneaker kind of things, and they have uh, candy skulls uh-huh. all over them. And I got in the car a couple of weeks ago, and she's like, "Honey, Catherine, look at my <laughs> shoes." And I was like, "Oh wow, they're beautiful!" And she's like, "I'm gonna wear them for Halloween." <laughs> I was just like, Halloween is six weeks away. <laughs> but all right. But she's going as baby Harley Quinn for oh, Halloween. Oh, my God. I don't know what baby Harley <laughs> Quinn means. I'm gonna... <laughs> but she went through my makeup oh. and found a blue and pink eyeshadow. And I was like, okay, I'll do oh. your makeup. We'll dye your hair. I've got to be a creepy baby Harley Quinn. I love it. Oh, I love That's it. That's her. That's and the six-year-old cried all the way through Frank and Weenie. <laughs> that, so yeah, that's how my niece. She feels that's how things. my niece was growing up too. She was always into super creepy things, just like me. She's she's an avid horror movie watcher too. She came and stayed with me for uh, the summer a couple of summers ago, and we just watched horror movie after horror movie after horror movie. It was great. I can't wait for them to get old enough <laughs> to do that, because I know the youngest will. Um, with a name like Luna, I yeah. expect that. Yeah. So <laughs> your name says you're gonna love this. So. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I want to be the the Arnie that she's just like Arnie Cat. This horror movie came out at the movies. Do you want to come see it? And I'd be like, yep, let's go. <laughs> we're at, we're off. Let's go. <laughs> she's um, she's fantastic. She cracks me up. <laughs> so um, Rachel rocks up. We don't really see what happens after this. No, 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 not at all. Not until Rachel nope. gets there. So um, Rachel shows up, and we see um, <clears throat> the oh my god, 
he's yeah, sitting, he's sitting in, a chair. in a chair. But we only see he's yeah. back. <laughs> yeah, so he's sitting in a chair. That's what I was getting he's to. He's sitting in a chair in a pool of water, and his back is to mm. the camera. Yep. And um, she swings him around. We don't see his face, no, do we? you never see his face. You never see his face, yeah. but you know. <laughs> because she You know she what his face looks like. piercing scream. <laughs> yep. <laughs> So, um, she gets home and, you know, she's absolutely distraught. So yeah. upset. She's yeah. And she's like, um, she, she yells at Aiden, go to your room, get away from, yeah. you know, get away from me. Um, blah, blah, blah. And she's burning yes. the tapes. And she's like, what did I do that yep. he didn't? And she looks under the couch and sees the tape, another tape under there with copy yep. stickered on it. And she's like, that's what I've done. Because she just yep. wants to be heard and she never sleeps and it just has to it keep has on going. It has to keep going. It never stops. Yep. Yeah. And that's what um, Samara yep. says as well in her interview with yep. the doctor. And I was just like, oh, well, that's just creepy now, isn't it? <laughs> and so um, Rachel takes Aiden to make a copy of yep. the film. And, um, you know, he's like, she's moving his hands to make yep. the copy and... I love the ending to this film because, you know, he says, um, you know, this curse is never going to stop. Um, what's going to happen to the person that we showed this video to? Yeah. yeah. Yep. And, and then that's, that's it. it. And, that's and it's it. just like, yep. <gasps> and then they play the film and you're like, no, it's me. <laughs> I'm the next person that saw this. You fuckers. Yep. yep. <coughs> so in the beginning, Aiden watches the copy that she made. Mm. So she essentially. Yes, he didn't watch the original. Is, which is a little weird because essentially she's still going through the motions of having everything happen mm. to her um, that happens to everyone who dies at the seventh day. But it's like somewhere in the middle, he watches the copy. And she's still going through the motions. Yeah. And it's like, you could have just stopped. Right? <laughs> it's done. It's over. You already saw it. You already saw it. You know. He's seen it. Don't yeah. worry about it. <laughs> yep. And it's kind of like, oh, who's going to watch this Who's going to watch it next? I don't know. And that's the, that's the creepy part. Because they did do a ring too, they didn't did. they? They did. And they go back. It was rings. Was it uh, rings? No, rings was the third one. Um, oh my god, they made three so of them. So that's what I. That's what I said. <laughs> so I wa we we went through a whole um, series watch through. So as soon as I watched th the the first ring, I was like, all right, I never saw the other ones, so I have to watch them now. So uh, the ring two is more of um, going back and figuring out where the hell did Samar come from. You know, she's adopted. Oh, Where okay. the hell did she come from, right? So that yeah. it follows, well, be it follows all that. And what's fun about that, too, is um, in the movie, they move out of Seattle and they go to Astoria, Oregon. And I've been to Astoria. <laughs> it's a beautiful town. They filmed so many movies there. Um, it's okay. known for, like, the Goonies. Uh, the Goonies house is there. Oh. They, they filmed so many movies there. So, like, when I went, I was like, I want to see. Where's this lighthouse? <laughs> like, and it's not there. It's in Washington. But I was like, oh, we got to see this. <laughs> Damn it. My next trip, I'm meant to be going to Oregon. Yeah. So, yeah, well, I think we're going for, um, we want to go yeah. for a month. Because we have, I have friends in um, Nashville that uh -huh. I want to see. 
I've got friends in Tulsa that I want to see. And then, um, and then we've got, uh, well, my partner has a uh-huh. couple of friends in uh-huh. Portland. So it's a pretty big, yeah, uh, that's the plan. Trip, yeah. <laughs> That's tons of time. Well, I want a road yeah. trip, but I hate driving. That's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We we had to do the drive from so we went to this the last time we went uh-huh. together was in 2017. Mm-hmm. And we just drove from LA to San Francisco. Uh-huh. And that's like an 8-hour yeah. drive and I slept most yeah. of the way, so Yeah, that's a long drive. He loved it. Yeah. I was just like, I can't do it. I get so bored. Yeah, I think that's what I it's like just... about driving through Oregon, though, is that you, you get to see, if you're, if you're more towards the coast, you get to see a lot. You get to see the woods, you get to see the mountains, you get to see the coast. Yeah. Um, and I really I really like being able to see all that. Um, a lot of that drive from L.A. to San Francisco, because I used to live in Monterey, which is um, about two hours south from San Francisco. Um, and I've made the drive to L.A. from there, and there's nothing to look at at all. No. nothing. Not until you get to Monterey yeah. or Santa, Santa yeah. Barbara. I think Somewhere in there to get is when you finally get to see nice. anything. Um, well, the Big Sur was all closed. They were doing roadworks. Oh, yeah. When we went through, and that's all I wanted to yeah. see on Big that Sur, drive was Big like Sur that coastline. Is gorgeous. Um, I was there when the yeah. Big Sur fires happened. Um, oh, and wow. That was, that was pretty incredible. But I've, I've driven up the, the 101 right there and seen Bixby Bridge. And, yeah. Um, that. See, that's I just wanted to see. It's, that it's so gorgeous. Bad. It's a beautiful view. Everyone yeah. should be able to drive Hopefully that. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Yeah, and because like I live on mm-hmm. the coast, I think the beach is maybe five minutes uh-huh. from my house, maybe ten minute uh-huh. drive, and so I love the beach, and I love. We have this big um, like cliff bridge uh-huh. that basically wraps around our coastline oh, wow. yeah. for a couple of kilometers, and it's been closed for a couple of months now just because of um i think every couple of years they just retard oh, okay, the road yeah and, and make sure yeah. it's all all safe mm-hmm. and whatnot and i've been meaning to take my partner and i just keep forgetting because <laughs> i'm sure he'd love yeah. it too he lives in he lives maybe two hours from the closest mm-hmm. beach mm-hmm. so yeah it's like yeah a long drive for him to get yeah, to the beach it's... so he loves coming down here i think the i think the beach is like what like an hour away something like that hour and a half yeah it's pretty cold That's right now though <laughs> you don't want to go i don't i don't ever get in the water i don't at either the beach. i don't either because it's yeah, too cold it's just too much well, <laughs> no, i don't want to be wet <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i don't like sand Ugh. Like, dry, if my feet are dry, I will go and sit on mm-hmm. the beach. But if my feet get wet and I walk on sand, like, I have to immediately, like, yeah. get off the beach and go and wash yeah. my feet. It's so grimy. It's just, oh, I hate it. Yeah. Mm, yuck. I like looking at the beach and smelling it, though. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, the, since everything is closed here um, since March, you know, um, oh. we've been going and doing a lot more... Um, like hikes in areas and going and visiting yeah. places where it's not necessarily in a town or anything. We're not going in the middle of anywhere. Um, but we did go to mm. uh, Cannon Beach, which has Haystack Rock, uh, which was really pretty. Um, and okay. so see, seeing like the driving through the mountains is really nice. It's just it's nice to get out and like do something small like that. Just go and kind of like yeah. sightsee, but not really go with a destination in mind, which has really, really been nice. And now all the colors yeah. of the leaves are changing, and it's nice and fall and cool. 
So I'm happy. <laughs> I thought about doing some pumpkin carving. Oh, I'm gonna totally do some and pumpkin then I, carving. Pumpkins would go rotten so quick in the heat here. Oh, <laughs> so I'm no. like, that's why we don't yeah. do pumpkin carving here. Yeah. Because everything would just go <laughs> yuck. Because I thought my nieces would really like it. You can get those. But oh, I just, I'd have to keep them oh, in the fridge. You should get those. Um, they're not plastic. They're like uh, carvable foam pumpkins. Um, and less can... messy, because then you don't have to deal with like the the, the goopy insides. Pumpkin lizards. Yeah. No thanks. You don't have to. You don't have to touch <laughs> the goopy insides, and that's way cleaner. <laughs> Yum. Um. So one thing I want to mention about mm-hmm. this film was the author said that the meaning of the title "The Ring" is a little bit Im- ambiguous. So the author was um, Koji uh-huh. Suzuki who wrote the original uh, yeah. story. And that um, in the movie, you know, there's obviously a lot of symbolism about the ring, you know, the well and yes. the phone and you, you see, all you these see the things. Ring, you see a circle or a ring quite often. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And they, they actually plant yes. them throughout the whole film. Yes, they do. Which I yeah. thought was cool. But what the author intended was that it's actually the cyclical nature of the yeah. video that is continuous. And I was Never just like, ending. It doesn't stop. Sneaky. Yep. It doesn't stop. I love stop. that. <laughs> yep. Great. So that's the ring. That is the ring. I love that. I could watch that. I really again, could too. And, and that's, what's great about this film too, is even though, um, obviously it was much scarier seeing this, like renting, renting this movie on a VHS tape, you know, is obviously yeah. pretty terrifying. I, I remember reading an article about, um, the director of the American version, um, watching Ringu for the first time and he watched it on a grimy VHS tape that had, it was like mm. seven generations down. Like it had been taped and retaped, you know? And that's why he was like, I have to make this because this is just all of this in, involved here. It's just super creepy. And even with all that being said, I feel like it still holds up. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I really do feel like it still holds up all this time later. Um, Cause this film came out in 2002, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So. So I would have been thirteen. Yeah, I was. I was about the same. When it came yeah. Out. Um, yeah. Twelve, thirteen, something like that. I don't think I. I don't think I watched it at that age though. I think I might have been a little bit older when I said to my dad, "Oh, Dad, can we watch horror movies?" <laughs> and my dad would literally leave the room and be like, "Oh, you off you go. I'm gonna go do something else." Yeah. I. Gosh, it had to have been. If if it was already on VHS and it was at the library, it had to have been like probably a year later. So I was probably. Like, I can't remember uh, if I watched it on DVD or VHS. I, My family, we could afford a DVD player when they first came out, so it might have been mm-hmm, possible. Because mm-hmm. I remember them being like, <laughs> DVD players when they first launched here were like six or seven hundred dollars. <laughs> uh, it was insane. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, I was always when it came to stuff like that. Our family was always like several years behind everything. I, re- I remember I had oh. already I had already left home and my mom still had those um, v- uh, what was it? It was like a VHS and DVD player, and she refused, yeah, that's what my dad had. Used to like yeah. play Blu-rays, and she was like, nah, whatever. <laughs> oh, my dad, my dad thought that he, dad, if you're listening, 
I love you and bless your soul. Um, he thought that he couldn't upgrade to a Blu-ray player because he wouldn't be able to watch his DVDs oh, anymore. Oh, no. Yeah. And I was like, no, Dad. <laughs> you can yeah. still watch DVDs on it. It's Aww. fine. That Listen. sucks. <laughs> I was like, why don't you just ask me? <laughs> why wouldn't you Google this? I don't understand Let's my family. Like, I'm not. Go to Seattle I am not a technological person. Dad. Seattle PI, duh. He, um, I just don't understand why my family comes to me for technological stuff. Like, I am no way oh, educated about that stuff. I'm like, oh, I just use Google like any other person. I think every, like, you're going to come to me and I'm going to use Google. I think everybody in our generation, their, their parents and grandparents are like, yep, you obviously know all of this, so teach me. And we're all like, oh, God. <laughs> my grandma went and got a, um, a Samsung like tablet mm-hmm. instead of mm-hmm. an iPad. And she'd be like, how do I do this on it? And I was like, I actually don't I have no know. idea. I don't know how to use Samsung products. <laughs> She's like, I just want to screenshot stuff. And I was like, Google it? Google it. And just ask Google on that huge yeah. computer that you have in your hands. <laughs> yeah. You know what's really funny about iPads and tablets, Grandma? They yeah. have Google. All of them. No, I love my grandma. She's funny. Um <laughs> But, um, so, I ask everyone when we wrap uh-huh. up the podcast, what is the last horror movie that you watched? The last horror movie that I watched is Terrified. It is a Argentinian film that I found okay. on Shudder. I think it's on Shudder. Oh, yeah. I have Shudder. I believe that, I believe that nice. it was Shudder that I saw it on. And it is a, it's basically about a like small neighborhood in Buenos Aires that is being affected by something paranormal is going on. So each of the residents is experiencing something different, but it's terrifying. Mm. But yeah, it was, it was really well done. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, okay. So I highly recommend it. Even though you said you don't like nice. supernatural I actually, stuff. I think, I think it's super uh, I'm getting more yeah. into it. Um, I recently watched an Argentinian film, mm-hmm. actually. I think it was, yeah, uh, Lenny. It was shown at Salem Horror That Film sounds Fest. familiar. It was really, it's a psychological ah. horror. It's so good. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. They put, they put but, really uh, good details time? into this movie. Um, something that I really enjoy yeah. in horror movies is... Um, I'm, I'm not I'm not huge on jump scares like I get it every once in a while but when it's like jump scare mm. jump scare jump scare I'm like okay whatever you know it gets to yeah. a point where you know something's gonna happen and it's whatever yeah I like the I like the horror movies that add in those small little details um where you can be watching a scene and you see the character the main character the main focus of what the scene is supposed to be but then you see that little thing that happens off in the background I love that. Yeah. That that for me is what gets me the most. Yeah. It's terrifying. Because you're like something's coming yeah. for you. Um, but I highly recommend it. Because I am. Um, yeah, I watched The Invisible Man oh. last night, and they do stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, that was a good movie. And so, even though it's got that trope of the invisible yeah. person, it was just done really. Yeah. Well. Like I really, in, I really yeah, enjoyed it. I really it. enjoyed it too. I didn't have too many high expectations for it, but it it actually like was really well put together. Yeah. Yeah. Elizabeth Moss is she fantastic. Is. I'm a really big too. fan. Um, I can't remember the last time I hated anything that she was in. 
<laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> and I really like Harriet Dyer as well, who plays her sister. Oh, she's in yeah. a TV show. Can't remember what it's called, but um, she's ju- she's yeah. just really great. They cancelled it after one season, one or two seasons. My grandma and I were devastated. Mm. But she plays a psychic, like she can. Um, she's uh-huh. like a spirit. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, and she works with the cops. Ooh. It's really cool. <laughs> it's really cliche, <laughs> but I like it. <laughs> okay, so. Um, to end the podcast, can you please tell everybody where they can find you on the uh, social yes. media? You can find me at Sam Without a Plan on uh, Twitter and Twitch and Instagram. Pretty much, pretty much anywhere. That's the same handle I use. Yeah, yeah. Aren't you lucky to be I able know. to get it across the whole thing? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I tried with mine, it's, and I've got to put underscores it's in so places. Hard and... to get a name with Sam in it too. It's so hard. Yeah. But yeah, I managed to snag them all. <laughs> <laughs> Suckers. <laughs> well, um, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and talking yeah, about the ring. Yeah, thank you for having me. I really enjoyed uh, talking about the ring. This is one of my a, favorites. It was a pleasure. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. <laughs> thank you. Me too. <laughs> thank you.